Y'all know who I am, Mr. LinkedIn plug himself. <laughs> so if you know anything about me, you know how serious I take LinkedIn. It's a great platform if you're serious about getting new clients in the B2B space. With that said, y'all also need to go ahead and not sleep on LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn ads can get you results if you use them correctly with retargeting. Okay, here's what I'm going to do for y'all. Listen up. Make B2B marketing everything it can be. And get $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPM to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPM. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get back to the episode. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Sean Swaim hosts a great podcast called SEO Last Week. Sean, tell us what these fine folks will get when they listen. Anybody who listens to SEO Last Week will get all the updates of what's going on in the world of SEO in about 15, 20 minutes or so. So that way you can stay up to date with what's going on on Google without having to dig through 60 different blogs to do so. So. That is super useful. Where can people subscribe? Hey, we try to keep things simple. You can subscribe at Marketing Podcasts with that second S.net, or you could just search for SEO Last Week wherever you get your podcasts from. You heard him, folks. Go subscribe. Kevin Marcus Miller, Agency Talk Podcasts. This episode and conversation is sponsored by AllApproach.com. Welcome to Agency Talk. When I was coming up, you know, everybody wanted to to be the same guy, right? Mm. Ironically, it's the same way now too, right? But like right. when I was coming up, every DJ wanted to be follow the funk master flex model, right? Mm. Where it's like, where it's like, you know, you're larger than life, you're really loud, like you're in your face, and then like right. you want to be as cool or cooler than the artist that you're interviewing, right? So it's like, mm. yeah, I mean, it's going down, ba 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 ba, right? And then uh so I was like, what can I do that sets myself apart, even though I'm in hip hop? Right. So what, um, so I, I, I'm a very analytical guy when it comes like, when I come with you with an idea, just roll with it. Because I did all the scientific research on why this is going to work this way. Facts, right? facts. Right? And I don't argue if I don't, if I don't know. If you hear me mm. argue, you should probably stop because I know, <laughs> right? But anyways, like, um, so I was like, what can I do that nobody else can do that will separate me? So even though I knew all the answers and I knew better, I put on the persona of being like kind of a white kid that didn't know better and mm. would ask kind of naive questions That's brilliant. that, That's that brilliant. a black DJ couldn't ask because it would cause a problem. I see. But being a white guy that seemed like a white kid that seemed like, all right, he's innocently asking me this because he doesn't know better. You know what I'm saying? Like I got away with a lot of shit that I could ask. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know, 50 Cent, I'd be like, you know, how come you always talk about like, stabbing or shooting somebody in your records? Can you ever just like fight somebody with your bare hands? Like, you know, questions like that. But like if, if, a, if like another <laughs> DJ asked that, they'd be like, hey, what the fuck you trying to say, yo? You know what I'm saying? Like, but like me, you know, 50 literally said, you trying to get your ass beat, Clinton? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like no, but I mean, like, why can't you ever just like choke somebody out? Why do they always have to shoot somebody? You know, stuff like that. You know, and I, I, I you know, one time I did this, um, I had Jim Jones in, uh, from Dipset. Capo. Yeah, so he was on the show, and I did this funny um, game show where I was asking him like lightning round questions and, and mm. multiple choice questions. I remember one was like, "So you and Cameron go on a, a two man camping trip to celebrate Dipset's success, and as you get to the top of trekking to the wooded glen, you realize that Joel Santana only packed you guys a one man sleeping bag. <laughs> Do you?" <laughs> cuddle up in the sleeping bag together 
Do you sleep head to toe? Do you take turns? Like, you know, stuff like that, where it was like, you know, t typically at a AO or a pause or like, yo, why are you trying to be funny? Like it actually would be funny coming from me. You know mm. what I'm saying? But, but like if Funk Flex asked that, exactly, it would be, exactly. be controversial and they want to fight. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I built my, my, my pushing the edge yeah with your brand personality i love that yeah so it was like the nucleus of my success was the mm. personality right mm. and then pushing boundaries. obviously the skill as a dj and stuff spoke for itself but as far as like mm. radio and tv and that's what got me to be on television and yahoo and all that but anyway so we mm. can start now that's brilliant i mean obviously you guys have been listening so we've been already riffing but let's give a proper intro of course ladies and gentlemen i have here honestly guys um you guys know i've been a songwriter about 10 years building brands about five, six years. This is somebody's blueprint that I studied meticulously. Okay. Oh, wow. So I would actually go to his pages, stock what moves he's making, how he's pivoting, what interviews he's doing. So, you know, when I was a kid I, in, in the mixtape era, we would pay attention to people like this. I'm not going to tell you who this is because you should already know by the voice. And <clears throat> get familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we would be all up on the lime wire. I know you guys remember that era. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Lime wire, don't get me. So uh, we'd be listening to all the latest mixtapes. And, and I, I was just like, man, who is this white guy who builds a reputation of just being like, he will literally, like he said, ask any question and it's not off limits. And he still gets away with it with smooth, with like the quickness, smooth. Man, and and oh wait, everything... so you actually thought that before I even told you the story just now? I did. That's how I. That's, oh, that's how crazy. I perceived you. Yeah, honestly, because I was watching. Yeah, I was doing going all the way back down your old catalog as well. And... I'm gonna actually. I'm going to. Mm -hmm. pretty, I'm digitizing all my mixtapes. I've done over oh. 100 mixtapes in my life, so I'm digitizing awesome. them all, and then I'll make them available wherever they won't. I won't get in trouble. Maybe SoundCloud, and then Love um, it. and then on all my interviews, like a lot of my mm. interviews. I would put in my mixtapes. So from Jay-Z to Samuel L. Jackson to right. Tommy Lee to 50 Cent to whoever, they're in the mixtapes. Mm. So I might just pull them out and then just do a whole kind of like. Yeah, you almost should do like a, almost like a LinkedIn series and that's that like get a partnership with LinkedIn and have them promote it, you know? Yeah, you know what's funny is like back in the day, a lot of us uh, didn't, didn't, and I didn't mean to interfere with you. Oh, you're good. We good. But a lot of us, like we didn't, we didn't back up all of our shit you know oh! I mean? we, didn't, we didn't have stuff on a cloud we didn't have a lot of no. us didn't you know a couple people did but like i was even talking to drama recently i um, saw that DJ, dj drama and i was like yo did you save all the masters to your mixtapes he was like nah <laughs> and i was like fuck man whoever would have thought that all the shit right we made would be popping again and people would care where's jeff bezos when you need him <laughs> yeah and it would matter and he was like i know man i'm mad at myself all the time because like Ugh. even when i would make my mixtapes I didn't make them like each track. Mm. I made it linear. So like it's yeah. one big thing. They're not in pieces. So you can't be like, yo, can I get that version that you, uh, that song you did that was track mm. number 12? Cause it's like, yeah, if you cut it out of that mixtape, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause it, it wasn't something I made and then put on the mixtape. I made it for the mixtape. Exactly. Exactly. Like I treated my mixtapes like works of art, bro. Like my mm. two minute intros sometimes would take me two months wow. to make. Love that. Yeah. Anyway, so dope. back to your intro. Anyway, back to the intro, because I know you're loving it. <laughs> so I used to work at Guitar Center. And I would I would literally put on my notepad who were the top five entrepreneurs and music that I wanted to be like. Okay, Clinton Sparks was on the top, well, he's number two on that list. 
Number wow. one on that list was I wanted to be my own Kevin Miller. And the reason that was important to me is because I noticed that all of the people I looked up to, yes, they put other people on pedestals, right? But then they finally learned that they need to put themselves on a pedestal. That's the key, right? And so ladies and gentlemen, I have somebody who's a radio icon, obviously somebody who we can learn a lot of game from, but ultimately this is somebody I look up to personally on Agency Talk. We have the man, Clinton Sparks. All right. Are you going to be boxing? I'm actually pretty nice. Oh. I got the. (laughs) Yeah, man. Come on. I did it all dance, beatbox, (laughs) sing, write. DJ, produce. If it's music, I do it. <laughs> Curveball question right out the gate, man. I'm going to just go wild right out the gate. Right. So when you're in a session, does it piss you off when people bring in like, okay, I need to bring in the homie. Now we need to get the soda. Now we need to do like, are you the, are you like angry grandpa in the studio or are you like chill panda bear? Like what's your vibe? No, I'm not. I'm the hyper energy in the studio. Really? You're DJ yeah, Khaled so, hype. Yeah. So I'm the one that's like, yo, this is crazy. Mm. Here's how we're going to market. Here's how we're going to roll it out. Here's how the visuals will look. Here's how you market it. Here's how, oh my God. And if we name it this, then it'll be like da da da. Like, right. I, I, I'm the, because the ideas, the way I think is not like, I don't think like a rifle, I think like a mm-hmm. shotgun. Right. So like yep. when I have an idea, I'm thinking everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, even like, for instance, like I have a record on Hot 100 Billboard right now with Lady Gaga. And when I came up with that song, it's called Bloody Mary. And it became mm-hmm. viral again because of Wednesday on Netflix. And when I first came up with that song, by the way, in that song, when you hear Gaga, that's me. That's my. Oh, voice. really? That's you? Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. When I came up with that song, I was visualizing her on stage with the beginning mm-hmm. like, doom, 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 boom, boom, boom. And I was thinking like, they're just coming. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> right? And then I was thinking like, boom, boom, ga, ga, like the lights, like on each side. So like, when I was pitching, I was like, no, you got to perform it like this. And you gotta, <laughs> da, da, da. And then, so like, it's, it's how I, I miss her and Akon like, low key, bro. Low key. Like I think her and Akon had something special. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how ironic 11 years, what my vision was mm. kind of came to life through dance. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. I saw you on the People's Party podcast. I, I love what you said about great can make you famous, but not necessarily the other way around. Right, right, right. right. Let's break that down for a second. Who believed in your greatness in the beginning? Who was that person? Was it a family member? Was it a mentor? Who was that person? Uh, me. Um, mm. So I didn't have... I don't want to say nobody believed in me. Right. Cause you and I, we have at least one person we can remember, yeah, but, but there, it's hard to, it wasn't like a, somebody in my corner. I see that would like cheer me on or support me. Of course, mm. you know, there are going to be people that recognize dope or talent right. or, you know, somebody that's got drive or there's always going to be someone that's like, you know, he's got it. He's going to figure it out. Right. But like, yeah. I didn't really have anybody in my corner or a confidant or someone that was constantly like cheering me on. Um, I had a couple friends that like just knew I was dope. You know from high I mean? school but like um but yeah no it was a lot more people that that did doubt me because at the time i was coming mm-hmm. up like i'm a white guy from boston trying to make it in hip-hop 
yeah. which is predominantly like black in New York at that time. Mm. So, you know, and, and I was approaching it very differently too. I wasn't just like, yo, look how dope I am. Like I, I, because of my childhood and how I grew up and my understanding of different personalities and psychologies and cultures. And like, I approached everything from the perspective of a brand and a company, mm. not a kid trying to get on. Okay. Which is why when I started in 2000, I was, I would call myself a brand from day one and everyone used to laugh at me. Right. And that's why it was Clinton Sparks get familiar. Cause I knew I needed a tagline, like yes. Nike, just do it. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, and it's funny cause then like you fast forward to like, you know, 10, 12 years later, people start calling themselves a brand and a personal brand. Like, An influencer. Man, we shitting on me <laughs> for a decade. And when I would say I'm a brand, like people would literally say, that's why I never had DJ in front of my name. Right. And people would say, mm. how come you don't call yourself DJ Clinton Sparks? I'm like, because I'm not just a DJ, I'm a brand. Right. And people would be like, man, get the fuck out of here. What does that even mean? You're a DJ, <laughs> right? And I'm like, nah, man, you're slow. Like, I'm a brand, right? And why do you think everywhere mm. you go and you hear my name, it's mm. always good, right? Why do you Facts. always hear a, a good story about me or something good that I did for somebody mm -hmm. or a good memory or something? Because that's what they felt dealing with that brand. You mm. know what I'm saying? And, and when they were associating with that brand, that's what I would Facts. give off. And I was very mm. conscious about, you know, for the first, I mean, to this day, I still do it. But for the first decade, all I cared about was my reputation. I didn't care about mm. money. You know mm. what I mean? So I was just like, I'm just trying to like be the, the dopest dude. You know mm. what I'm saying? That people, when they think of me, they just think like, good person, man. Love and that. Was that around the same time too? Like when you were going through that transformation, I read that you had a spinal injury. Right. You were working at UPS. No, that, that was, right? that's what made me get into music mm. the whole time. So I was doing music since I was 10. Oh, wow. Like, you all the way since 10. Okay. Yeah. But like, look back then, like now everybody thinks they could be famous tomorrow. Right. Right. Facts. When I started, like it was like hitting the lottery to become mm. successful. I get on a record deal or something like that. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't real. Right. It's like, <laughs> you don't really, you don't really get into a movie. You know what I mean? Like, um, right. so, um, I was doing music. I got locally. I was popping in Boston. Were you just um, doing DJ stuff? I was, yeah, I was producing all the people around Boston and like winning talent shows and all that stuff. And then I was working at UPS and in the late '90s, and I, um, I was carrying an 85 pound package up a uh, makeshift staircase, and the stairs collapsed, wow. and I hurt my spine and my knee. Mm. Uh, I ended up getting spinal surgery. I was like, shit! I didn't graduate high school, and I can't do hard labor anymore. I need to make this music shit that I'm doing like my real life. Right. So I just literally just sat in my room and decided Clinton Sparks, get familiar. Da, 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 this is what my plan is. And I gave myself a five-year plan <clears throat> just Love for that. people in the record industry to just at least take my call. Uh, within three years, I won best new mixtape DJ of the year nationally at the Just Those Mixtape Awards, which is like the Grammys for, wow. for mixtape DJs. I won radio DJ of the year. East Coast DJ of the year at, wow. at Mix Your Power Summit, which is like the Grammys for like mm -hmm. radio DJs. I got my first major uh, label placement. I got a $15,000 check. Woo! MCA uh, launched MixUnit.com, which was the world's biggest mixtape website. Uh, mm. Helped conceive world star hip hop. Uh, built my own syndicated radio show. And like, so I, sir, I smashed my mm. goals of five years of just people just taking that my breakthrough call. period though, Clinton. That's where a lot of people listening are at. They just went through Say what? Their, that breakthrough period where you had that injury. 
That's where a lot of people stay stuck though. Like they stay stuck right there. What was it that got you through to the other side? Cause I know you were, you were feeling that heat. Like in my story, right. I'm a 12 time sudden cardiac arrest survivor. That was my moment, right? I was playing yeah. basketball, had a cardiac arrest wow. and it was do or die for me. I couldn't go back to work at all. Right. Right. What was it that brought you all the way through? And then you started to build up that resilience. Was it, uh, was it maybe faith? Was it um, a friendship? Was it just your own self-belief? What was it that, no, I'm going to do this shit? Uh, probably, probably a mixture between vision and mm. naivety. Yeah. Um, I was a little naive that I actually couldn't win. Um. Mm. Like I was naive that I could possibly lose. Um, mm. So like, cause I don't, I don't ever look at, but what if it doesn't work? Like I, I just don't, I just yeah, don't do that. That's a gift of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I just speak cause I, I, and I've never set a goal ever that I didn't achieve. Um, wow. And if a goal wasn't when it was my goal, mm. let yeah. me rephrase that because yep, sometimes that I've gotten into businesses with people that, the vision that I thought we had together mm. ended up not being their vision. Sure. So it would, it made the most sense to me to be like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go do my thing. Mm. You can do your thing and I'm out. Uh, but anytime I did, had a Clinton Sparks goal, right. I've never not achieved a Clinton Sparks goal, mm. which continually reminds me to just do Clinton Sparks shit. Facts. Uh, Facts. When oh, I'm in that's a bar. Do Clinton Sparks shit. <laughs> Well, because when I'm in control, I know I'm going to deliver. Yeah. I know I'm going to show up. I know I'm going to have great communication. Yes. I know I'm reliable. I know that I mean what I say and I say what I mean. And I know through my many years of experience, trials and tribulations, wins and losses, I know that my vision has been, I put the work in to know what the right answer is now. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, I don't want to argue or debate with somebody that I don't, this is going to sound pompous, but like not on my level. And what I mean by my level, I don't mean success, mm. you know, money, fame. I don't mean that on my level of having the same mature, sophisticated mm. uh, a, approach frequency of, of getting to the right same place together. Mm. Right. So it's like, I know that if we do this, what's going to come of that. So therefore we should do that. And if mm -hmm. someone like opposes that, I'm totally open to hear it. But if that's just your personal opinion or your personal taste, that's no good. I need the facts based from your experience that brings value to the table. That'll make me say, that's a good point. That's a good perspective, right? When you just say, how many times have you like debated with someone and you're like, but why? Just because, bro. Right. Yeah, but right, why? Right. Just because, man. Because, cause, yeah, but but tell me why, right? And people find me to be difficult yeah. when I ask why. And then that, I find- Did you see that Tyrese interview? That concept right there, people considering you difficult, especially in negotiations, mm -hmm. when you ask why. So if someone hands you and says, I want this deal to be 2 million over two years, but why? And now you're being difficult, da, 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 da. Like he was talking about that. So yeah, no, you have I, that I same mindset. I understand that. I didn't see that. But, you know, a lot of times people mm. don't have the answer. And when they don't have the answer, that's why they're frustrated. And they tell you you're being difficult because they don't have a sensible answer. Mm. It's just like when you 
put a mirror in front of somebody and they see themselves, they're going to fight it now because you just did that to them. And now you're the enemy or you're the bad guy, as right. opposed to them looking at it as a gift that you just gave them like, shit, I didn't recognize this about myself. I didn't realize I was wrong or that I'm difficult or that I have mm. these deficiencies that are preventing me from moving forward. Thank you for showing me that. Instead, people will push that away because they don't want to think anything bad about themselves. Most people mm. think highly of themselves, right? And, yeah. and they think they have sharper skills. They think they have an intellect that's you know brighter than perhaps it is. And, and they could be really brilliant in certain things. But just because you're brilliant at, you know, fixing cars doesn't mean you're brilliant at social media marketing. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that's so like, deep. That's deep. Uh -huh. That's deep. That's deep because a lot of, yeah, and a lot of times that's, that's two, like their thing. That's like, well, there's two problems that happen. Yeah. The average person thinks because somebody invested in Twitter or something else and they're yeah. a, a billionaire that they must be a genius as opposed mm. to, I just got lucky and somebody gave me some advice I should have invested. Right. So now they start relying on that person to teach them how to be a winner when like, just cause they did that one thing. Well, they're yeah. not a, a overall winner. They just right. won at that thing. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? People make Ooh. the mistake all the time of thinking because they won at that thing Facts. that they're an overall winner. Right. And, and then they take life advice because they're a billionaire. But then we look at the other areas of their life. They're not paying child support. Advice from some right. Yeah, they're not paying child support. They're they're right. disrespectful to the girls. Why? Like, exactly. You know, they're alcoholics. They mm -hmm. like just assholes. As society, we put people on pedestals just because of their numbers or the yeah. facade or their one luck up or their one skilled success. Um, Honestly, that's one of the reasons I appreciate you because we've been building a relationship just organically over LinkedIn. And you saw me grow, but it wasn't even about the numbers while you hopped on here. And I know that genuinely. So I really appreciate yeah. that, bro. I, I, I don't even. Doesn't I, even I, matter. I, it doesn't matter. I swear. I'm not, I swear. I'm not being naive right now. I don't even, I don't even know what your numbers are. Right. I, I exactly. That's, that's the whole point. It's like, you can't. Your, num your numbers don't matter. What matters to me is the, is the substance of the content that I see you write. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is a dope human. Mm. Right. So I'm like, I fuck with this guy, despite whatever, whatever, like whatever your numbers are or whatever. Are you about to tell me you're the most popular guy on LinkedIn? No, I'm not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Not even close, brother. And that that's yeah, why, I, I, you know, honestly, that's why it's love is because this is it's not ground zero, but it's close to ground zero for me. Right. Because I, I was I um I had a cardiac arrest again in March of last year. Wow. So that set me back huge bro like i was moving up i was scaling the team i had 20 employees like had to, it's almost like i had to restart again yeah my whole business all the momentum we had all those things and i found myself asking how many times can i withstand doing this over and over right. again and pivoting over and over again right but i know you have mastered pivoting bro like that's that is a skill set you know how to do do you also teach that to like, do you have mentees where you teach them how to pivot, how to talk, how to network, how to critically think? Do you have opportunities where you mentor people like that? You know, I don't. And mm -hmm. I get people that ask me all the time, like, do you yeah. do consulting and, and stuff like that? And I haven't really set mm -hmm. that up. I've done it for companies, yeah. uh, but not for like individuals to help them sharpen their skills and become better communicators, uh, just better humans and dealing with people. And 
understanding how to um, regulate their emotions, uh, when to say certain things, when not. You know, one of the things, uh, have you read my, my book? If you haven't, I'll send it to you. Not um, yet, not yet. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff in my, in my book that, that I talk about that really teaches you how to deal with difficult people, personalities, uh, different kind of mentalities. Um, so I've been able to to build that skill because of how I came up. Look, I was a, a, a broke kid, single mom, alcoholic father. I watched him almost kill my mom. Then he left wow. us and then I was bullied wow. a lot. And then I was sexually abused for many years in my house. Um, wow. And then like, you know, I was a lonely lost kid. And then like, wow. you know, I, I was the only white kid in like some, most of my neighborhoods. And then I'd go to a white Irish Catholic school and then live in an all black neighborhood. And like, so I was like, my mom like had, you know, gay dudes and lesbians living at our house when I was young. So I was exposed to everything the world had to offer, like very young. So like everything was normal to me. You know what I mean? It was, I didn't grow up like wondering like, what are those people? Why do they do that? Or, and everybody to me was, we're all the same. So whenever I do something or I want to do anything, I think of everybody when I'm mm -hmm. thinking of whatever that thing is I want to do. Um, That's heavy, bro. Thank you for sharing that real talk. You didn't have yeah, to share yeah. that, bro. I yeah. So that, that you lot. know, that it's, it's that kind of, world that some people would look at as you know a burden or trauma that they need assistance to get through and i don't look at it like it happened to me mm. it happened for me um and it happening made me the person i am today and i think the person i am today is pretty dope so i'm happy that all that stuff happened to me and i know that the reason why i say I'm, i i feel i'm pretty dope is because I built my my life and myself by design, not by mm. circumstance. So when you build something and you architect it by design, I mean, if you're building a house or a building, you get the architect, you get it all done, you get the best people to build it. So you know that's a strong building that's gonna last. I built myself in that manner. I knew what wasn't likable. I knew what was likable. I knew what mm. girls didn't like in a guy. I knew what was a shitty, friend. I knew it was a shitty partner in companies. I knew what, what a shitty leader was like mm. from all of the lives that I lived. And I'm like, all the answers to life are like right there. If you just listen and pay attention, mm. you know what I mean? So like, if you want to know how to be a better human being, just shut up and listen. People will mm. tell you, your girl will tell you like, I don't like when you do this. Oh shit. Really? Right. I didn't know that. Let me work on that. You know what I'm saying? Most people will fight that because again, people think highly of themselves. They're like, well, I wouldn't do that if you didn't do this. Well, now what you just did was display you're not really a strong leader because you're being led by that person doing something and then now making you be something that you're claiming you wouldn't be otherwise without them doing that. You know what I'm saying? To be a leader is more than just the guy that's the CEO of a company. Uh, you know, to be a leader is to make people believe in you, right? Is to make people believe in the vision, listen, care fight for you, follow you wherever you say, because they know not only are you smart enough to do the right thing, but you care enough to protect them and listen to them. And that's where I think a lot of leaders fail. Even in your home, if you're the leader of your house and you know, you're know you like, let's say with your wife or your girl, yeah. and you keep saying, well, if you didn't do this, well, if you didn't do this, well, guess what, man? Like, If you want to be the leader and make things right, just assume responsibility for everything. Cause then guess what? You get to fix it because you accept the responsibility for breaking it. So now you can go fix it and be the leader 
that you claim you want to be. Mm. Bro, honestly, just keeping it real, I don't get inspired that easily because obviously my story is unreal. Yeah, totally. And bro, I'm almost lost for words right now. Like everything you just shared with me, I didn't know all that. Obviously, oh, wow. you can't Google well, that. Dude, that I didn't know a... about you either, man. Like, fuck, man. Damn, that, like that was a real <laughs> moment for y'all like, listening. Yeah, like... you know, I just fucking died and came back and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, like that was a real moment, y'all. Like, I, I didn't know that about your story. So I'm just like fucking blown away, man. And I'm blown um, away by you too, man. Like your wow. resilience to like basically press reset and start mm. over again, like multiple times. Like, fuck, man. Like you're a superhero, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that a lot, man. Thank you. Yeah. That too, though. Dude, you know how many people would quit after the man? I spent man, I was depressed as a motherfucker. (laughs) Depressed as a motherfucker, but I'm just like you got one. You got one life. Yeah. Right. It's just like if you play a video game, right? And you fucking make it almost all the way to the end, and you died. You never play the game again. (laughs) Of course you do. You're like fuck. I'm almost fuck. fuck." Right. Level nine, Tectors. Let's go. (laughs) Like and I and then you go fucking have something to eat. And you come back and you're like, let's go. Hell yeah. You're ready to spend hours to get all the way back there again. Why would you not do that with your life? This is Mm. your life, not a game. Damn, that's real shit, man. That's real shit. Like like you, like even Mm. you. I don't know what you went through, but even if you like, you know, when you came to and you Mm -hmm. were well enough to like, don't send yourself into another cardiac arrest, but like, right. you, you know, you, you know, you, you're well, you're like, you know what, man, fuck this shit, man. I'm getting, the, right. I'm going to do this now. I know, but here's the great thing. You know what you did last time to get there. So mm. now you're smarter this time when you're rebuilding. And that's what right. people don't realize. They look at it like, Oh, I got this long fucking journey again, dude. I built my whole life. I dug myself out of a fucking shit hole, right. Mm. To make myself a millionaire. Facts. And then I got divorced mm. from my wife, right? Who I had to give my house, my wealth management account, my savings account. I had to give her everything in exchange for my son, uh-huh. right? And I had to start my life all over again in 2016. Mm. All over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went back, I went back to the Backwards. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, though. I didn't really go back to the bottom mm. because... I had a wealth of knowledge. Right. I had an insane Rolodex now and mm-hmm. I had a stellar reputation. So nice. like now I knew how to like master art, automatic resourceful thinking, mm. right? So I master art, automatic resourceful thinking. I like that. That went over my head at first. Then it came yeah. back. I was like, hold on a second. Right. So when, when yeah. I mastered art, I'm like, all right, who do I know? Who can help? What am I trying to do? Where am I trying to go? What are my plans? So I architected the plan of what I was going to do to get myself mm. back up on top. And then I realized what I've done. Da, 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 da. I made this call, did this, became vice president of Dash Radio. Da, 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 da. And then I just started building myself back up again. And like, you know, you like winners just win. You know, you know what, what it like, is too, Clint? It's It's like the weird feeling I had when I woke up, I was in a coma for three days, bro. The first thought I had, I swear to God, first thought I had was, damn, I almost won. I almost won? I almost won. My whole life, I was designing it in a particular way. Yeah. Work a corporate job. Don't take risks. Don't be an entrepreneur. It's like, that's not what I wanted. Now I get to actually do what I want. Oh, shit. Let's go. Right? Yeah. It was like a, it was like <clears throat> shame and then excitement. Yep. Right? Yep. 
I'm about to uh, look, I'm in the middle of making a massive decision myself really? about something in life. And like, and it's like, it's a game changing decision for a lot of people when I make this decision and like, I need to make the decisions that are best for me and my family and for my kind of brain to grow and flourish because the kind of brain that I have is built to help the masses. I see. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I, when Clinton's brain is free to do what Clinton wants to do, mm. way more people benefit from that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's yep. almost like world, just let me go. Cause mm. trust me, you're going to win too. You know what I'm saying? So like, yep. I can't be, <clears throat> I can't be contained mm -hmm. to other people's limited vision right. through their limited experience in life. Right. You're going to be a public speaker and then you're going to do this. Then you're going to, no, 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 no. Let me do it. I'll show well, you. Well, it's roadmap. just like, you know, <clears throat> a lot of times people will, will assign somebody else to just be an idiot because they don't see their point of view. Mm. When it's not that they're an idiot, they just have limited experience or a different experience than what you have. Mm. So when I say, hey, this should be done like this because of my vast experience in the many facets of this particular thing, right. and you come in and say, no, I don't think so, and you don't have my kind of experience or connection or understanding or fluency in this, you're not only doing me a disservice, you're doing yourself and whatever thing we're doing together a disservice based off your un unawareness of your That happens limited... a lot in brand partnerships. That oh, is for sure. a common theme. And oh, your limited goodness. experience. So it's like, bro, you just don't know. But here's the thing. People don't know they don't know. Because right. they don't know. So if they know this much, they don't know there's this much more to know. Because they don't know. They think it's just this. And they think, well, I know this because I did this and mm -hmm. I da, 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 da. And it's like, man, I'm not going to sit here and compete with you, man. I'm not going to try to one up you or like why I would know more about something than you. Right. It's like either you're smart enough to realize what, who I am, what I am, what I've done and what I can do, or you're not like, Oof. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, here's why you should listen to me more. Or here's why I know more than you. Because if you're as smart as you think you are by trying to overrule me with your opinion, then you should be fucking smart enough to know that I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Woo. You got a bomb for that one? Where's Flex? Where's the Flex? <laughs> I need some sound effects. I was like, uh, I need somebody uh, throw the sound effects in here. <laughs> but I mean, that's, it is what it is, man. Like, you know, right. I'm going to win for the rest of my life. Like nothing will ever make me not win. And no company or brand I've ever been a part of made me you know what i'm right. saying like i right. make the brand right. you know what i'm saying which is why i will live forever mm. you know what i'm saying i will live forever then. well i almost feel like we should end on, on that note but i got one more question for you bro all right this is, is there like curveballs there fastballs a sinker <laughs> this is our signature question at the end that we always ask all of our guests oh god one piece of advice yeah don't do that <laughs> no, you can't ask whatever you want. Okay. Because <laughs> I'll take your advice. I'm coachable. So, so is that the, the question? No, no, that's not the question. No, that's okay, the question. okay, okay. No, 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 no. Here's the question. Fill in the blank. I love marketing because. With one word or? Yep. 
I'm sorry. Not, not one word oh, with, oh, your, oh. with your explanation. Oh. Sorry, bro. I love marketing because, yeah. um, because there's no limits, Facts. right? I love marketing because you can explore the most exper experimental ideas and make something that my favorite part about coming up with ideas is hearing someone say, who the fuck thought about doing that? That's my favorite thing to hear. Like whose fucking idea was this? You know what I mean? Like, and that's the greatest thing. Cause when you hear that, you know, it's dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. Cause someone was like that move to ask that question. Mm -hmm. So like, I really love doing things that other people don't get and actually are afraid of. And we'll be like, nah, man, we can't do that. When someone says that, that's when I'm like, all right, this is going to be dope. Right. <laughs> but I will ask the question, why do you think it wouldn't work? Oh, why couldn't we do it? Uh, <clears throat> because there could be some merit to something I didn't think of. And I'm not ignorant to think that my idea is so dope that there isn't some bad parts of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, uh, so I'll add the piece of advice to this is <clears throat> even if you think you have the greatest idea, that doesn't mean you shut all other people's opinions out because yeah. people can add to that great idea, modify that idea, or think of a, a, a better time for that idea, right? So it <clears throat> doesn't mean you don't have the best idea, but the best ideas can always be improved on. Even when I write songs, you know, when I'm like, this is a hit, I mm -hmm. still go back mm -hmm. and dissect it, right? And say like, can this word be different? Can it be better here? Can this harmony be better? Can this... It's always best to keep trying to make things better. However, you shouldn't not move forward because you don't think it's perfect because, uh, you know, as the saying goes, uh, don't let uh, good be the enemy of perfect, right? right? But, um, but yeah, man, you should definitely 100% listen to other people's perspective because even if you think someone's an idiot and you don't think that their opinion's valid, well, now you know how an idiot thinks and don't you want to sell to an idiot too? <laughs> You know what I mean? Do they want to sell to smart people? That's a really good way to look at it. That's what. <clears throat> right on, man. Thank you so much, man. Honestly, bro, like I said, definitely flustered as fuck right now. Like that does not happen. Uh, oh man, man, wow. Because I'm gonna turn this recording off. We gotta talk about some other shit. I'm gonna turn this recording off now. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Hey, don't forget, follow me at Clinton Sparks. Yes, sir. Follow Clinton Sparks. Also, check out the podcast, 70 million, 75 million sold, Grammy nominated, the man, the myth, the legend. Check out the new podcast. Check out the new episode with DJ Drama, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, sir. Win Big out with of, Clinton Sparks win, win podcast. Big. Apple, yes, Spotify, Win Big with Clinton Sparks. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, man, Kevin, for having me on here. And dude, fucking bravo to you, man, for, you know, the big comeback. Thank the you, Miracle bro. mentality, like my boy Tim Story says. Miracle mentality. I like that. I like that. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Neville Hobson and Shell Holtz are the legendary hosts of FIR4, Immediate Release, a great podcast. Shell, tell us what these fine folks will get when they listen. Well, Jason, Neville and I have been producing FIR since January of 2005. It's the very first PR communications podcast ever. We analyze current news and trends from a communication perspective with a short episode or two each week and a longer, more in-depth show every month. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? Well, they can go to FIRpodcastnetwork.com. They can find the show, of course, at marketingpodcast.net or search for immediate release wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him, folks. Go subscribe.
This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.